Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. We just got done with serve day. We were anticipating like 50, maybe 75 people. We teamed up with Element Church and 120 people came and we just blitzed and served and did some projects. It was so exhilarating and God always does more in us than through us. Today's a special day. We have one of my greatest friends on the planet, someone who inspires us and it's just so neat to not just see what they do on stage but be on the stage. More than music, talking as a mom, as a wife, and as a daughter of Jesus Christ, she's the real deal. Real deal, all right? So we are honored today to have Chanel, some of you know her as Ms. Reality, in the building to perform and then also share from God's word alive for you, us today. And some of the team were out visiting the church to learn and grow, this is an exciting time. And I thought, what better than to have Chanel for the Forever Me series? So will you stand to your feet, City Life, and give a warm welcome to Chanel. Good morning. Almost afternoon. God is faithful. Make some noise if you love Jesus in the building. God is so good. I am honored to be here this morning. Noon. How do you say morning and afternoon at the same time? But truly, it is an honor. Um, this is actually the first time that I've done a back-to-back service. So I don't know if you know, when you minister at Word, it's almost like you've ran a, a race. I don't want to say quite a marathon and then you do it back to back, but I'm excited. Not only do I, no, I don't have to serve God. I get to serve God and it's an honor. Make some noise if you are honored to serve God. He is worthy. So stand to your feet for me. Don't sit down just yet. Stand to your feet. God is so good. I want to pray real quick and then I want to do a song before I jump into the word. So let's pray. God, thank you um, just for being here. We recognize that where two or three are gathered in your name, there you are in the midst. God, so the reason why we're here is because of you, Jesus. Thank you for being here. We um, just lean in towards you. Whatever you desire to say and speak to our hearts, God, we are ready. And we thank you. We love you and we adore you. Thank you for dying. Thank you for your blood. It is truth, not a fairy tale. It's a real reality that we get to partake in. The glory of you. In Jesus' name, amen. He did it. He did it for you. Go ahead and play that track. I thank God that he's the God that dwells above us, among us, and within. Hallelujah. He did it for me. Did he do it for you? Make some noise if you think he died for you. He dwelleth on the inside and died. Can't deny. That he lives living within me. He gave, giving me life. Guiding light, leading the guy and right. Showing me which way to go and how to slow. He's like he's no he knew me before my mother, before I was in the womb. He had me covered, not for anything I did. He just that kind of lover, pulling me up out of the darkness, up out the gutter. All the sin I committed, he died for me. He did it. Nails through his hands, wore a crown like a fitting. Thorns in his head, yeah he blessed, so I would get it. Get it right with God, it seems odd, but he did it. So I would be acquitted, not guilty. Washed away my dirt, filthy. Christ healed me and drew a pain for my game back on Calvary. Lamb of God. On the tree and let him hang for me. He did it, did it, he did it for me. He did it, did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. For me, for me, he did it, he did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it
the third day Miraculously got up from out of the grave Did what he had to do and he did it for me Heavyweight champion to fulfill prophecy The truth I believe it, the world agree with it For fish flows, water the wine, the sea split it Fight for the blind, they couldn't deny Admitted the day he raised him up and he hushed up the critics Wicked, still the crime they fought it On the undeserved, unspotted All of my iniquity, transgressions blotted All of my evil works, my dirt, he forgot it The highest price to pay death and he still bought it Paid in full, the only one who could afford it was the Lord He's good, glorious, notorious, he's the B.I.G. Giving us life, even after we D.I.E. He did it, did it, he did it for me He did it, did it, he did it for me he did it, he did it, he did it for me. For me, for me, did it, he did it, he did it for me. He did it, did it, he did it for me. He did it, did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. For me, for me, did it, he did it, he did it for me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He did it for me. That whoever shall believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, everlasting life. He did it for you. Make some noise if you know he did it. Come on, come on. He did it, did it, he did it for me. He did it, did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. For me, for me, he did it, he did it, he did it for me. He did it, did it, he did it for me. He did it, did it, he did it for you. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. For me, for me, did it, he did it, he did it for me. He did it, did it, he did it for me. He did it, did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. For me, for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for you. He did it, he did it, he did it for you. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. He did it, he did it, he did it for me. God, so we recognize that there is nothing, nothing impossible for you. Make some noise if you love Jesus. He's worthy. He did it for you. He loves you. And there is nothing that you could ever do that will ever stop God from loving you. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You can have your seats. Thank you so much. Woo! God is so faithful. As I sit here right now, or stand here because I'm not sitting yet. And I look out. I'm always honored to be able to share um, truth and just communicate the gospel and how I was once broken and lost, but I've been found to anyone that I have an opportunity to, whether it's at the workplace, a gas station, going about. But as I stand here and just look like, God, you've entrusted me to stand in the absence of a pastor who's shepherding a people to share your truth. That is an honor. There was a time when I just ran his love continued to pursue me, but I just ran and kept running and running in on disobedience. But God was calling me out of darkness. But I had all these misconceptions that I had to be this perfect individual in order to serve God. But no, God is like, I want you just as you are. I'll do a work in your heart. And I know that there are some people sitting here today and you feel like you're not worthy. God wouldn't have died if you weren't worthy. We all fall short. But there is so much beauty in just surrender and brokenness. Make some noise if you believe that. There's so much beauty in surrender and brokenness. 
So I just thank God for this opportunity. I thank Jerome and his beautiful wife. Those are my people. Make some noise for the pastors of this house. That's family. So we do kingdom together. As you guys may have heard of Sounds Good, I am one of the artist missionaries of Sounds Good. We're more than music. We use music to plant seed, water seed, and for God to do an increase. So that's just part of what we do. But our hearts is truly just to live out kingdom, a process. And I'm just truly honored to be here today. And City Life, you guys are the bomb diggity. Like real talk, you guys are out there, boots on the ground, sleeves rolled up, loving on the city. Not just loving on the place, the city is beyond just a place, the city is people. And I was born and raised here in Lansing, Michigan, no shame. I love people and I love my city, but it's beautiful to see when people go out to serve. That's what kingdom is about. So we recognized um, and saw, witnessed, I drove by the Dollar Tree on Jolly and Waverly, and y'all hooked that spot up. I came up over there. Our first home was over there off of Waverly and Jolly, and I'm like, wow, look at this. They turned the eyesore into eye candy, kind of like what Jesus did for my heart. Eyesore, but now it could be eye candy. How? Because we let our light shine before men so they can glorify the work that's in heaven. So I was just rejoicing on what you guys had did, just that makeover, beautiful. And as I thought about it, I just thought, God, like, thank God. Think about it. You know where you came from. You know where you are. God knows where your heart is at. Think about right now at this moment where you are spiritually. It's almost like a map. You go to the mall, and I'm looking for H&M or Saks Fifth Avenue, and they're like, you are here. So I got a long way to go. Or you are here. Okay, I'm right next to it. Locate yourself for a minute where you are spiritually. You and God knows. No matter where you are, he loves you, but he desires to get you exactly where he would have you to be. But it all takes surrender and following after direction, direction, direction. And I just thank God when I was so far from him, he continued to pursue me anyway. I was so lost, y'all, loving God with lip service. It was lip service for me. He know my heart. I ain't a prostitute. I ain't killing nobody. I believe in God. But my heart was far from him. I was ignorant to the things of God. Everything that I did, I don't have to name all my sins because we all fall short. But one thing I'm grateful for is his loving kindness. The word says, with loving kindness, he will draw men to repentance. So that's what drew me to repentance, his loving kindness. There's so many times I could have been consumed, but because of his loving kindness, he continued to extend grace. I would go to church and act like that was a pass. Okay, I'm going to go to church, so I get a pass. Nah, baby, it's relationship. How do you think you get a pass just for showing up to a building? God is a person. He is beyond brick and mortar. It's relationship. And I thank God when I begin to surrender, I begin to learn, and the veils begin to remove off of my eyes. So loving kindness. My life was rocked by the gospel, y'all, rocked by the gospel. I was so ignorant to what the gospel would it even was. But I began to learn truth, that's when the chains begin to come off and I was set free. It's no longer foreign. I remember three years ago, I went to South Florida and did on a mission trip, a personal mission trip. It was amazing. And we went to one church where they had rooms set up for the homeless and they would have these small group meetings to share others who wanted to share with others who wanted to evangelize and do mission work in their communities, how it could be done. And I remember being with the group as we were going into this building, 
to go sit in one of the sessions and I heard worship, powerful worship. But one thing about the worship, it were people of the Haitian descent, Haitians. So though I did not understand a word they were saying because they were Haitian and it was foreign language, the worship wasn't foreign. I was drawn to the worship. So I tap right in, never allow worship to be foreign. Embrace worship. And it doesn't have to take for you to come into a building with others that are doing it. You can worship wherever you're at solo. That's almost the best type of worship. You're bowing down and entering in and worshiping a high and mighty God. His name is great. His name is great. Can somebody say his name is great? But guess what? He's greater than just his name. He's greater than just a name. Some people just say, oh, I heard a God. God is good. Yeah, Jesus is awesome. He reigns. But he's greater than just a name. He's greater than a sermon that we reduce him to on a Sunday. He's greater than just rocking a t-shirt that says Jesus across the front. He wants to get it in with us, have relationship with us, to move on our hearts, to move through our hearts. No matter what flaws we have, no matter what insecurities he have, we have, he wants to move and do a mighty work. He is everything. So as I begin to think about the theme, you guys have been on the theme forever me, right? Forever me. To know that I am forever loved by God, no matter what I do. You, you, each and every single one of you under the sound of my voice, no matter what you do, you will be forever loved by God. There is nothing you could ever do that will stop God from loving you. So I'm thinking, okay, God, I need to get some scriptures ready. How would you lead me to share this message? And I, my life scripture, I encourage all of you to find your life scripture. Find a scripture that you know that you can stand on for all the days of your life. And as I prepare for this message today, I had no idea that I would be sharing my life scripture. And that's what I want to share with you today. Galatians 2 and 20. This is forever me. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I had to die to myself, y'all. I had to die from thinking I could do things my way. I had to die from thinking I could do things apart from God. I had to die from thinking that maybe I can give God a pass by showing up to church every now and again. I had to die to myself and know, guess what? I'm nobody without him. He's the greatest designer known to mankind and he created us in his likeness and image. So with that, we ought to be up under that lordship. So I was crucified with Christ. It's no longer me doing it my way. No longer I that live, but Christ reigning. Christ ruling on the inside of me. And so the life I now live in this flesh that will one day pass, that will one day pass away. Because when he says we live forever, that's eternal spiritually forever. But this flesh, baby, is going to die. And before it die, it'll sag and wrinkle up too. But the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I live this thing out by faith. We have to live it out by faith. If we trust God, go to the Amplified version for me. Thank you. Galatians 2 and 20 in the Amplified version reads, I have been crucified with Christ. That is in him I have shared in his crucifixion. 
die to self. Because every time Chanel rises up, things go left. But when I pull back and let him lead, he gets me back on the right track. Every single time. When I step out of that direction he's leading me, it's, I miss it every single time. That's why I'm sold out. Because I know when I try to do it my way, it was destruction. But because I allowed him to lead, that's how I am able to live in this body by faith. Adhering to it says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith by adhering to. To adhere is to cling to, to be stuck to. I cling. I'm clinging and I'm relying and I'm completely trusting in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. This is forever me. Before this, I was lost and bound, bound with chains, looking good on the outside, but hurting on the inside. Wearing a face, wearing a mask, but hurting on the inside. I had voids because my father wasn't present in my life. Issues within the family, not knowing purpose, insecurities, bound. Looking for love in all the wrong places, bound. Marijuana didn't do it for me. I thought it would, but it faded off every time. The more high I got, the more convicted I got. The clubs weren't doing it for me. I'd get up, get dressed, be excited to go out, feel like I had my swag, hear the music jam. It was cool for people, you see, but all that, all that ran out, started to run out. It's like, what is it? I was looking for something that would fill the voids that I had in my life, and it was only through God that I found the void, through him. So I went from lost and bound to lost and found. He captured me with his love, rocked by the gospel. And I hear a lot of people say, as of late, oh, you're living your best life. Not just talking to me, but we hear that term. Y'all ever heard it? Oh, you're living your best life. I thank God for the opportunities to travel, been to Punta Cana, Bahamas, Mexico, Jamaica, Florida, Georgia. We've traveled. Beautiful home, beautiful family, love my husband, good kids, good job materialistic things, yay. But guess what? Those are good things in life, but the best life, baby, is knowing Jesus, living for Jesus. Y'all could do better than I'm telling you now. The best life is knowing Jesus, living for Jesus, and being able to represent Jesus. That's the best life. Because there's people with cars and money and titles and bachelor degrees, whatever, but some people are void. You hear Kate Spade, God, Jesus, millionaire. She took her life. There's many people we can name that take their lives. They have void. So living your best life isn't all material things and great relationships. Living your best life is knowing purpose and living it out. Knowing that every time we miss it, there's a God above that dwells on the inside, not only above us, and among us, but within us to help get us right back on track. That's the best life. Because relationships fall at times. Spouses divorce. Brother and sister turn it back on you. You can lose jobs. Money can run out. But God is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Recognize that living your best life is knowing Jesus, loving Jesus. Let that be forever you. 
Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So don't go trying to look for love in all the wrong places. Seek him first because everything you need, he's going to get that to you because you're seeking him first. And if it's not coming, there's some people here today that might say, where is my man? I've been waiting on a husband for four years. I'm tired of waiting. I've been celibate for three years. I'm sick and tired of waiting. I'm doing everything right. I'm tired of waiting. The word says there is no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. So if you are walking uprightly and your man hasn't come yet, guess what? It ain't good for you at this present moment. Somebody getting that, I heard it. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it. <laughs> Not heard it, I heard it. Somebody got that. If he ain't here yet, he must not be good for you. We try to rush things and do it in our speed and when we want it and things fall apart. Wait on God. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. So if you ain't got it, it ain't good for you because God ain't withholding what's good for you. Y'all better get that. I'm getting it. I got my husband, but there's some other things I'm waiting for that have not come. But guess what? I know that God ain't withholding it. So I'm good. I'm going to wait until it arrives. Wait until it arrives. So what does God say that I am? What does God say that you are? You probably never heard this before. Lame. You are so lame without God. I hope you're offended. If you don't got God in your life, you are lame. I was lame without him. In the scriptures in John, it says, abide in me and I abide in you and you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. Lame. Nothing. He is the true vine. And when the branch is inside of the vine, that's how the fruit bears. Have you ever seen an apple grow off of a vine without a branch on it? Vines are just holding the apple. The branches are holding the apple. But the branches are connected to the vine. What fruit are you bearing? Ask yourself that. What fruit are you bearing? We have to stay connected to him. And it's bigger than just works, trust me. We can't get all hyped up about works. Here's one thing that I, I read last week that was so powerful. One of the most important aspects of Christianity is not the work we do for God, but the relationship we maintain with God because it's always under attack. I'm going to say that again. The most important aspect of Christianity is not the work that we do for God, but the relationship that we maintain with God because it is always under attack. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He is always throwing darts. He is always up to something. He's crafty. He's slick with it. Matter of fact, he's smooth with his ugly self. He knows exactly what he does. He tried to get you caught off guard. Low keys, some of us are so insecure, we want to take our lives. Feeling so, so lost and bound, even relationship, he uses people to get under our skin. I know people today that once served God that are no longer believing in him because of what someone done to them. But when we get the reality and the truth that God comes to give life and life more abundantly, but the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, how dare you blame God for something the enemy did? Help me figure that out. It's so unfortunate. There are people today that are no longer serving God because of what man has done to them. But God is like, come here, baby. I, I, I can help you fix that. Like it wasn't me. And, and the Holy Spirit is such a gentleman. 
He doesn't make us do anything. He gives us the power of choice. The other day I thought about customer service. It's cool when you can walk into a store and, you know, you're looking around, you're trying to find what you need. And you look in and somebody, can I help you? Can I help you with something? That's how God is. When we're looking for what we need, we're just lost and looking. He's like, can I help you with something? I have everything that you need. He has everything that you need. Somebody say, he has everything that I need. He also says you're his idea. Remember that. You are God's idea. He created you in his likeness and image. The greatest fashion designer known to mankind created you. So no matter what you don't like about yourself, God don't make junk or mistakes. You're God's idea. You're his friend if you received him as Lord. A friend, a friend that won't turn his back. A friend that will never turn and leave you. He'll never forsake you. You're a child. You're his child. I have three sons and two adult sons and one younger son. And my youngest baby, he just turned 12 on Tuesday, but I love the fact that he still lets me just smooch and hug all over him. I'm eating that up. But it just blesses me when my kids just out of the blue just say, I love you, mom. And that baby, he all, mom, I love you. It's just, it just does something to you, right, parents? You're a child of God. It should be normal daily just to say, God, I love you. How often are you just reaching out and crying out to him? God, I love you. I'm going through it right now. Things ain't going right, but guess what? God, I love you. Blow his mind because he surely will blow your mind in return. And rightly related. We are rightly related to God. We receive Jesus as Lord. We are in the kingdom of God. We are in his family, the body of Christ. Rightly related. When I was coming up, I would always say, that's our cousin. Oh, they got my cousin over there. Oh, they got my cousin, James James. My cousin would be like, you always saying somebody our cousin. It's because I wanted to be associated with people who I thought were cool, maybe. And I just love people. Sometimes they were really family, but sometimes, you know, Chanel was making up some play cousins. I just wanted to be associated and related to those who I thought were cool. Man, you are related to God. You are rightly related to Jesus. If you know that without a shadow of a doubt, how dare we even pull back from being bold about your relationship where you stand in the body of Christ. Just as much as I can stand here and say that I am proud to be a black woman, a brown woman, I am proud to be a wife of a wonderful man of 21 years. Proud to be a mother of three sons, one who's graduated from college, one who will be a junior in college, and another going into the seventh grade. I'm proud to say those things, but there is nothing more proud that I could ever say is that I am a child of the Most High God, Jesus Christ, who snatched me out of life of darkness, who saved me, who gave me a chance to repent. There are many times I could have been locked up because of accidents. I remember one time being in the Burger King drive-thru. I will never forget this, y'all. I will never forget being in the Burger King drive-thru. And I put my car in reverse because I was tired of waiting. And I was going to bag out. Then I thought, forget it, I'll wait. And I put my car back in park to wait. Put it back in reverse because I was going to leave again and never put it back in park. But in my mind, I thought I put it back in park. And I began to put my foot because I was irritated before I knew Jesus. And about to, do you know there was a pedestrian standing in line in the drive-thru? 
I will never forget that. I could have took that girl out. I will never forget it. Luckily, she was about six feet back, and I was able to put my foot on the gas. I was shaking for about an hour. I could have taken her out. Angels encamped about around us. We need his protection, but I just thank God for all the times that he protected me and gave me an opportunity to just repent and get to know him so that my life could change for the good. There's something about revelation knowledge that's so powerful. When you don't understand the things of God, take some time to get some understanding. Real talk. When we want to learn something on uh, the YouTube, we take time to sit down and watch a video. We read instruction. We get training on our job. Get trained in the things of God. Get the word. Break it down. There's different versions. Amplified, message, ESV, NIV. Sit down and get taught. Let him feed you. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. You look at a woman who loves some bread and butter. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Love bread. But I know I need more than just bread on my plate. I need the word of God to survive. I can feed my physical woman, but I need to feed my inner. How dare I do all this working out every week and eating right, but neglect my inner self. God is into holistic health, mind, body, and soul. Let's go higher, higher. He wants us to go higher. Thank you, God. So right now what I want to share is goals. Anybody got goals in the room? Goals are good. But right now I created an acronym for goals, G-O-A-L-S, for forever me, forever us. Goals. These are some goals that we should all have for our inner and spiritual selves. Number one, goal, God's idea. You are God's idea. Remember I told you that. Hope you already know that. If you didn't know, now you know. God created you for a reason and for a purpose. And his plans are for you to prosper and to be in health and to have peace. You are God's idea. Embrace that. Before the foundation of the earth, God had a plan for you. You are God's idea. Embrace that and believe that. The O in goals is O. Own it. Take ownership of your Christianity and your existence. Own that thing. Possess it. When you own something, you possess it. My husband gave me this awesome watch, Mavado, with the little bling face. This is my watch. If somebody took it here today and I was able to go out in the audience and see it on your arm, I could say, you know what? You got on my watch. Let me get that back. Right here, right now. I don't want to fight you. <laughs> I'm taking ownership because I know it's mine. God gave you a gift and you didn't even have to pay for it. All you had to do was receive it. Take ownership. That's the greatest gift you will ever receive. One day this watch is going to fade. Or it's going to be out of style. The gift of life through the blood of Jesus will never go out of style. Take ownership of that. Represent that. Share that. Love that. Give it to other people. Maintain your relationship with God. The A in goals is aspire to go higher. Continuous improvement. Go from glory to glory to glory. We should be always looking to become a better us today than we were yesterday. God, where did I miss it? Help me to get it right. Repent is not a bad word. I'm going to say it real loud. Repent is not a bad word. It's beautiful. Convictions, 
Conviction is, is beautiful. Condemnation is not for us. There is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. But conviction, when God is telling you to get some things right, that's a beautiful thing. That's just his love helping to go, help you to go higher, to elevate. I'll never forget, I had a dream not long ago because I've performed and been on the road. Many of you may know me. Some of you don't, but I remember doing a show and it was a huge audience and it was a couple songs that I do all the time and I didn't rehearse and I got up on that stage and I started doing a song and I was fumbling over 80% of the song and I remember feeling real silly, trying to lip sync it, fumbling over my words and people were kind of looking like, whoa, like she don't even know her own music and I remember feeling embarrassed and that I had clearly looked rusty. And I say all that to say as, as Christians, we cannot get complacent and think just because we know Jesus and we show up to church and talk nice and look nice and do good things that we just got it all together. Let's not wear a mask. Where are we falling short? Who are our accountability partners? Rehearse scripture. Rehearse the word. Rehearse his ways. Because if you don't, you'll get rusty and people will recognize it. You'll be going through the motion, and it's clear they'll be like, whoa, I thought she was a daughter of the Lord. I thought he was a man of God, looking pretty rusty. But again, it's not about works, trust me, but it's about relationship. The G, I'm sorry, there's no G. What am I talking about? The L, <laughs> live it. Live it. Live what you claim to believe. Your belief system should be a part of who you are without compromise. We can tell a tree by the fruit it bears, right? This should be exciting news. I love a, a make me hurt so good type message. Hurt me where it counts, God, because I want to be better and greater for your glory. And the last one is shine. Matthew, and Matthew it says, let your light shine among men so that they can glorify the works which is in heaven. We represent him, so when you shine, he shines. He already shining, but when you represent him, people are drawn to that. I've heard it once said, and I always say it over and over again. People don't care how much you know. They want to know how much you care. How are you going out of your way to bless somebody else? Are you going out of your way to let some things go that can really keep you bitter? Let some things go. Give, share. God is so faithful. Stand to your feet. I'm going to pray for all of us. Actually, I'm going to do a couple brief prayers and then I'll end in a song. God is so worthy. So if you could just, for a moment, just locate where your heart is at. God knows, and that's all that matters. This race is amazing. Just to be in a race is amazing. But maybe you're here, you're not even in a race. If you could just bow your heads and close your eyes. If there's anybody here that maybe you haven't even heard the gospel communicated the way it's been communicated this morning. And you say, you know what? I've been trying to figure this thing out on my own. And I too need a makeover. Maybe you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord. He says if you will believe it in your heart and confess it out of your mouth that he died on the cross for your sins, you'll be saved. It's by believing. And from that point on, he'll lead you even deeper into his love relationship. If you're here today and you've never received Jesus as Lord and you want to do that today, can you shoot your hand up unashamed? Just raise your hand. Hallelujah. 
I see that hand. Praise God. So corporately, we're going to all pray. So if you can repeat after me, say, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for dying on the cross for my sins. I believe it in my heart and I'm confessing it out of my mouth. You die for me. Come into my heart. Make me new. Forgive me for my sins. I desire to live a life in you because apart from you, I'm lame. I need you, God, and thank you in Jesus' name. And this is for all of us here, including myself, that know that there are times where I miss the mark, but I desire to become so much more sharp and live a life of more fruit to draw others that are lost and broken into the kingdom. So if you desire the same things, pray this prayer with me. Say, Lord, thank you so much for your grace and mercy. Help me to become more like you. I desire to not be complacent. Take me higher. I surrender. I listen and I obey. I say yes in Jesus' name. Amen. Now clap it up for Jesus. He's worthy. Hallelujah. The young lady that received Jesus as Lord, I would love to talk with you or connect you to a leader here. So please, if you cannot run off, I'd love to talk to you. Play that track and I'll end with this song, All in Awe. Anybody in awe of the things of God? I'm just so in awe. Man, play that track and I'll be out of here. awesome. Phenomenal. Supreme. Wow. All-knowing. Almighty. Omniscient. Thank you, Lord. Magnificent. Phenomenal. And the words are up there. You can sing with me. Right here in me. He died to reside on my inside. Used to be a fight till the light came on. I was darkness. The fire, he sparked it. Had a plan all along, even when I was heartless. When I was running, ducking, dodging from the call, he kept it coming. Summon me. That's why I'm in awe. My tears fall. I ball. I'm rejoicing, y'all. So glad I get it. I got it. Feeling 10 feet tall. I was so small. Vision was blurred. Lust absurd. Got up out of myself when I got in this word. Now I'm all in. Liberty kicked to the curb. Iniquity at all in how he moves all the while carrying me. I'm in awe. I'm all in awe. I'm all in awe. I'm all in awe. I see y'all. Y'all can sing it. All in awe. You're awesome. I surrender all. I'm all in awe. Give it all for the call. Have your way. Lord, my life. King of all kings. I give it all for the Christ. Give it all. I'm all in awe of who you are. I'm just all in awe of how you move. I'm just all in awe. I'm all in awe. All of God in his entirety is awesome. I boldly run and tell it to the world, yet I'm lost one. Who he is, what he did, why, what it cost him. His life, who else would have gave it on the cross? None. It's so amazing. His grace he gave it. Concrete, like the city poor pavement. Even when I was dead in my sin, it didn't phase him. I praise him for that alone. Holy hands raising him. Thank you, Lord. The glory, the presence, it captivates. From goosebumps to heart thumps and never seen his face. Not a soul on earth has ever made me feel this way. I'm so in all, I just, I, 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 I. Words can't explain. I'm all in awe. That's right, yeah. I'm all in awe. That's right, yeah. I'm all in awe. Anybody in all of God? Put your hands up. Come on. He's awesome. I surrender all. I'm all in awe. Give it all for the call. Have your way. Lord, my life.
opportunity in this moment I give you all the glory I give you all the honor and I give you all the praise in Jesus name amen thank you Lord all right wasn't that amazing yeah, give it up one more time for Chanel Miss Reality. That's awesome. Such a, a good message uh, about relationship. God wants to be with you, and he wants to be where you are. It reminds me of a verse, and it's in John chapter 16. He starts in verse 5. He's, he's telling his disciples this, because oftentimes in my life when I'm going through stuff, you ever get that desperate moment where it's like, man, if Jesus was only here right now, if I could only touch him, if I could only see him, things would get better. He tells his disciples, but now I'm going away to the one who sent me. And not one of you is asking where I'm going. So he's telling him he's going back to the Father. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. Because they got Jesus in the flesh right there, right? They want to talk to him. He's right there. They need healing. He's right there. They need help. He's right there. They need counsel. He's right there. But he says, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. So in this version of the Bible, it breaks down that word advocate to say comforter, encourager, or counselor. The Greek reads paraklete or parakletos. And what that word means is one who comes alongside. So no matter what you're going through today, the Holy Spirit is right there alongside you. Everything you go through, God goes through it with you. Just reach out to him. He's the vine. You are the branches. Let's pray. Father, thank you for today. I thank you for the word that was shared. Lord, I ask that you make it become heart knowledge and not just head knowledge. Let us leave this place transformed and let us go out there and show the world that you are a real God who deals with real problems. Father, we thank you. We praise you. 
We love you, Lord. And we say all of this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, City Life, we love you. Hopefully we see you back next week, 10 and 11.30. You belong here. Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelancing.com. You belong here.